to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant and Samantha Mahoney, and today we want to talk about the seat of rest. So what even is the seat of rest? Oh, is that for me now? Yes. Eh? Well, for me, I'd say that the seat of rest is when you're seated in Christ and you understand that He is your full source of supply and that you're outside of any form of chaos in your life where you understand your position in Him. That, for me, is the seat of rest. When you're in that place where nothing can really bother you. And then what you do is out of that place of rest, you do everything, even your work, like even going to your job, you're doing your job from the seat of rest. And what I find is it brings incredible peace into your life when you're able to sit in that place of your seat of rest. And um, I mean, there's more I want to say, but let's hear from you now, Sam. Well, you mentioned something in the beginning about being in him. And I think that's the key part of being in rest. You know, if, if God has created everything, as he says in Colossians 1, and he says everything is in him, was made by him for his good pleasure. And so therefore everything is subject to him. So if you are in him, that means that same authority that sits in Christ sits in you. So why would we be worried? Why would we be concerned about small things or things of this earth if our position is from a much higher place in him? And the word says we live, we move, we have our being in him. So everything that you need. I even, I even tell him that the very air that I breathe comes from him. And so I think our first port of call to, to access your seat of rest is being in him. Share from your experience what being in him looks like. How do you, how do you step into him? I think before I do that, what I want to say is like, if you think about, you look at creation, God worked and he did all this stuff for six days, but then he, he went into a time of rest and he's never come out of that time. So everything now that's going on, even though creation is still expanding, the universe is constantly growing, you're always now doing it from a place of rest. And it's interesting that, you know, you'd have Hebrew people will teach that they have to have a Sabbath and they have to do one day of rest. But I think for us as believers, when we understand who we are and we're, we're in Christ, it means we're in the permanent place of rest. We're constantly. So for us, Sabbath is every single day. The rest place is a, is a state of mind. It's a state of being, actually. It's understanding how you're in Christ. And so for me, the way I do that is I will just literally say, Father, I come and I come and sit myself in you, in my throne, in, in the realms of the kingdom. And for me, that, that's how I take up my place. I engage with him. I engage with the Trinity. I engage with Yeshua. And I, and I come. I step into that place. It's like you ascend and you go into that place. And it's, and it's not difficult. It's literally knowing that he's as close as the air that you breathe. You can just literally turn yourself into him and you're there. And so often when things would go wrong in our lives or we'd have pressure or circumstances would dictate a certain response, it's always important to take a breath and then step into Christ. Because when you step into him, you're in that place of rest and a place of dominion where you can rule from. And so the seat of rest is very, very important to us as believers. Yeah, I think for me, accessing the in him, um, you, you're a seer. And so when you're actually doing things, you can see what is the, the, the manifestation or the repercussions of what you're doing in the natural. For me, it's, it's done by faith, you know. Um, I, I know that there's no way to the Father except through the Son. So that's a very important first step. No man can come to the Father unless he comes through Yeshua, his Son. And so whenever I'm engaging with that, I always acknowledge the sacrifice and the blood and the cross and that, you know, that being the doorway to the Father. And then by faith, I just step into him. And that's as simple as it actually is. 
you know we often go through such traumatic things in our lives sometimes you know some people it seems like if anything bad is going to happen it's going to find them and so how do they disconnect themselves from the traumas and from the stresses and from the pressure for instance you go to the doctor and the doctor hands you this report that can be shattering and you go to despair and hopelessness that's your first place because this fear just comes in but when you know that you have a seat of rest and he is above every illness above every disease above every sickness that's where you get your peace from your peace is found in him and so when you have those kinds of reports it's to extricate yourself from that fear that entangles you and threatens to strangle you and get up into him where there's no turmoil you know it's like the eye of the storm that's totally peaceful in there with all the stuff swirling around you i think that's a key point because fear is something that destroys so many people when they get into this there's like a spirit of a fear attaches them itself to them and they just get to this place where they can't see the light of day because fear has clouded their vision and I think it's important to entangle with the spirit of the fear of the Lord and that you do in your seat of rest it's so interesting that when you're in him all the outside influences like Sam was just saying whether it's a report of cancer or you've got you know five months to live or whatever it may be those reports can be devastating but when you take a step back and you find yourself seated in him in, in clothed and engaged in the fear of the lord then what you find is that all just dissipates and it's almost like a joy comes into life i remember when sam had got a bad report and this joy came over her because she took up her seat of rest and she laughed at the enemy and laughed at what the report was and from that day to now there's been no manifestation of that negative report. And I believe it's because we've learned how to sit in the seat of rest and how to allow joy to come into our lives. And joy overrides it because joy brings healing. And so it's just incredible. Like another thing for me, which has been like, and I think it's to do with the seat of rest, but we, we had made a discovery about 14 years ago about Yahweh being the man of war. And for us, that day when we made that discovery, all spiritual warfare ended because suddenly I realized that what I'd been doing for all these years, going on mission fields, casting out demons and doing all kinds of stuff. Yes, there's a place for that. And like our good friend Ian Clayton says, it's a place where you have to, it's just for exercise. That's the only reason it's there. But when you understand that you're a son of Yahweh and you live in the kingdom and, you, and you're supposed to move in dominion and you're supposed to be like him, God doesn't. You know, he's not bothered about that kind of stuff. So what used to happen in, in, let's say, under the old age, we used to see demons everywhere. Now I don't see a demon. I haven't seen demons for ages because what I'm looking for is the angelic. I'm looking for the kingdom around me. I'm not looking for the darkness. I'm looking for the light. Yeah. And so what we've, for the last 14 years, we've done no spiritual warfare, yet we've lived in the most victory ever. And isn't it interesting? The scripture says the battle is mine, says the Lord, yeah. but the victory is yours. So we can even invoke Yahweh to go to war on our behalf. So if things are troubling you, out of your seat of rest, you can say, Father, look what's happening. Will you go to war on my behalf and take care of what the enemy's done? And we found that that has been, for us, for me, it's been one of the most revelatory things that's ever happened with us in our life because the fruit of it is incredible. We don't have backlash anymore. We don't have any of that kind of nonsense. We're living in victory constantly, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah, accessing that place does take a bit of practice, but once you're there, you know, we, we've often taught what you look at, you attract into your life. And actually, that comes through the law of attraction as well. 
And so when you when you are constantly focused on something that's negative or something that's upsetting or trauma, you're going to continually bring that into your life. Um, and one example that our, our very good friend Yana Sander, Sanders um, uses is she says, you know, if you're driving around in a parking lot and you're looking for a park and it's a busy center, it's a busy shopping center, and there in the distance you see an empty park and that's all you focused on. And so you drive like the clappers as, as, you know, as fast as you can do in a parking lot and you're driving towards this thing and you're focused on that thing and you're looking at cars around. Well, can I get there before that car spots it? And that's all your focus is and you're driven towards it. When suddenly your passenger says, aren't we looking for a park? And you go, well, of course, that's where I'm going. And they go, well, you've missed this one here, you've missed that one there, you've missed this one here. And it's because you've been so busy focused on one particular thing, you don't see all the other windows of opportunity. The word talks about how when a door closes, he opens another window of opportunity. And she, Yana Sanders says, at the same time that a problem presents itself, so does the opportunity. But like that parking lot, if you're so focused on the problem and so focused on the fear talk that is coming at you, you won't see the window. You have to be in that seat of rest to see from God's perspective. And that's part of being in the age of peace, which yeah. is what we're in now. Yeah, and I find it interesting. Like when, when you take up your seat of rest, it's like your whole concept of who Yahweh is changes. Like, for instance, for me, I know that he is my source, not the jobs that we have, the companies that we run. Those are not my source. Yahweh is my source. And because I'm in that place of rest in terms of financial pressure, I don't have any financial pressure because irrespective of what's happening in the outside world, like right now with COVID going crazy and all so many small businesses shutting down and people being let off in their jobs because companies just don't have money. What we found is the provision of Yahweh is just multiplied because we're sitting in the place of rest where we, we don't have a fear about the outside influence, doesn't influence you when you're sitting in the seat of rest. And so what you find is when you're in that place, in a place of dominion, provision is there because who is your provider? Yahweh, not the job, not the company that we run those are things that he's given us to steward but they're not our provision he is our provision and so the seat of rest enables you to see things from a whole different light and get a different understanding like the renewing of your mind takes place in that seat of rest yeah let's just be let's just talk about that for two seconds you know where grant is saying that even though outside circumstances are in, are affecting the whole world we're still finding favor Let, let's just be clear about that we have also been affected you know in the different ministries that we run the different businesses that we have because people are holding on to finances because they have to be wise so we had to pivot so when i said one door closes you have to look for that window of opportunity if we were just focused on oh my gosh the businesses are being affected because of covid every you know it's shutting down yes we would have definitely um, drawn and attracted that chaos into our lives but we've had to pivot so we've started other things you know we've seen the window of opportunity and so favor still sits with us yeah that's so key is like moving when Yahweh moves and and to me you only really know those kind of things when you're sitting in the seat of rest because the seat of rest is in his throne so when he moves you know he's moving and so I, I just find that the seat of rest even opens over your scroll and begins to unfold the path that you're supposed to walk in because of the closeness and the nearness that you have with Yahweh. 
And maybe we can end on this thing, Grant. I, I hope you remember a little bit about it. But we were in Texas um, a few years ago, and Grant was talking about ascending up the mountain and sitting in your throne in that seat of rest. Do you remember that? So what he did was he led everybody by faith to ascend into the mountain, that spiritual mountain in Mount Zion, and find their seat or their mountain, which is their governmental place, within that structure. And what he had seen was that the thrones were fire. Yeah, they were like light and they were calling the people to come and sit in them. Yeah, I do remember that. And so I think we, we took up our seats in those thrones, different places on the mountain, because the word even says that each one of us was born into Mount Zion. This one here, that one there. And so that is our original birthplace as spirit beings. Yeah, is the Psalm mountain. 87 verse 5, if you're wondering. And so we all have a throne there. But then we all can sit in Christ in his throne. And he says, I sit on my father's throne. So it's like we are multidimensional beings as a spirit being. As a human being, we're not. But as a spirit being who we truly are, we have access to so much. And we have access to so much dominion and so much of the goodness of the kingdom. And it's so it's sad when I see believers functioning at one or two percent of our true potential. And when I say that, I'm speaking to myself because it frustrates me at how little we're able to do when you look at what Yahweh, who has our father, is able to do in terms of creation, in terms of peace, in terms of the shalom that surrounds him. Um, we have got so much to learn, but thank goodness we're all on the journey. At least we're on the journey and we're on a pathway moving to that place. So there's no pressure or condemnation on anyone. I'm just saying there is so much more for us to have access to. And thank goodness we're on the journey. Well, thank you all for your time today. We bless you and um, we'll see you next time. Bless you guys. Thank Shalom. you. Bye.